Do you have an idea for a business, but you don't know what the next step to take? Or do you already have a business and you're ready to level up? Is it really all about the hustle or can you have some work-life balance? On season two of Business Fluent, we talk with entrepreneurs in all stages of their journey. So you can get tips and strategies to avoid the common mistakes and leverage best practices. So you can not only grow a thriving business, but you can live your best life. All right, everybody, this is Tony Gallo, uh, president of the Lorain County Chamber of Commerce. I'm here with Lisa Hudson, the director of the SBDC at Lorain County Community College. And we are here with another episode of Business Fluent. Um, we are excited about today's guests. Um, I, I, are you guys the founders? How would I describe uh, the both of you? We're the founding brothers. Founding yes. brothers. Not of the founders. G- my, yeah. my father is a part of it too, but we're the, yeah. the founding uh, GV founding artwork. Brothers, yeah. um, and we, we are excited to hear um, about your company and uh, how you guys got started, how you got to where you're at, how you got a new store in uh, Avon. And um, Lisa, do you want to throw anything in here before we turn it over to um, them? No, I, I love it. I'm sure anybody in Ohio, particularly Northeast Ohio, probably wears you on a regular basis and sees you all over the city. So, um, yeah, just excited to hear your story. So um, why don't you guys tell us how you got started? Well, introduce yourselves and then tell us how you got started. Sure. Uh, I'm George Vlasic. Uh, I'm uh, five years older than, than than Greg, my brother. And uh, we started our business with, with our father, uh, back in about 2007, 2008, uh, we came up with a campaign called Cleveland that I love. And uh, our backgrounds were, were uh, in, you know, I was in advertising for 10 years prior to uh, starting this up. Um, but we're artists at heart. We, um, it's our God-given talents. We've been drawing since we were two years old. And my dad's in advertising and design as well. So uh, he recognized that talent at an early age. And, and uh, we've just been blessed uh, now through the years to be able to continue to, to still do what we love. So, Greg, I'll let you introduce yourself. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Since he kind of introduced me. Yeah. Um, I'm Greg, and uh, as he said, I'm five years younger. Um, but, yeah, we've we've been doing this you know, since, since ever I can remember, uh, you know, he, he was, like I said, five years older. So, um, I kind of learned from him and learned from my dad and just at a young age, um, you know, everything was about sports and and art and it's really cool to, you know, see it come full circle now. And, uh, you know, we really enjoy what we're doing and, and, um, you know, we're blessed to be able to do it together and, and do it as a family. And, you know, it's a really, you know, tight knit, um, you know, homegrown company. Awesome. And when you made those first um, couple t-shirts or that design, did you think it was going to go into a full-blown business? Did you think it was going to be a side hustle? Kind of what, what were your intentions in those early days? Yeah. I mean, for, for, for me, at least we, we just love being creative. And so like we kind of, it started off Honestly, we, you know, I'm, I'm known for doing artwork on the Etch-A-Sketch. So growing up, I was always, uh, you know, always doing art. And, um, you know, I kind of made a name for myself with the Etch-A-Sketch. But uh, in 2007, when the Cavs were in the finals, I posted a video of, uh, of me creating the Etch-A-Sketch from start to finish uh, of LeBron James. 
and it got a million hits in uh, a day or two and it was up for best viral video of the year by youtube and 2020 picked it as best viral video of the year and so um but we did a whole campaign around it called one town one team one dream and the Cavs carried uh we did a shirt with it and the Cavs carried it in the team shop and that was that was kind of our first experience you know with doing t-shirts we had you know done some for you know other companies but never from start to finish and really you know we kind of enjoyed the whole process and um you know at the time there was really nobody doing cleveland you know pro cleveland things and we had a lot of pride for our city and we knew other people felt the same way they just you know didn't have a way to express it so um you know that's when we started that cleveland that i love brand and you know i can remember you well, know it wasn't even a brand yet i mean we no were just it was kinda, just it was know. it was a shirt and and i can remember wearing it you know downtown the first time and everybody literally every other person stopped me like oh my gosh where'd you get this cleveland shirt and you know and we're like okay i think we might you know be onto something and, you know of course there's also those people you know at the time cleveland was about a lot of jokes so people are you know i can remember going to stores and going places and they're like who's gonna buy cleveland things like why would anybody want something with cleveland on it and i remember you know we believed in it and we knew other people felt that way. And, you know, so it was, it was cool to, uh, to prove them wrong pretty quickly. The, the first one that I bought was the Superman one. I have one of the original Superman ones. I don't know. I don't know what year that actually came out, but I wear that one. Now I wear it, um, very surprisingly less because I, I want to keep it in good shape. So I wear it and then I hermetically seal it until the next time I uh, decide to wear it again. I grew up a huge Super, uh, Superman fan. Um, as a kid, I knew he was from Cleveland. The the movies uh, were, you know, really kind of like my, wow, you know, I, Superman, come on, and he's from Cleveland. So I thought you guys did just such an awesome job with that shirt. And uh, to this day, I, I, you guys are still selling that one, yes? Mm-hmm. We are, yeah, yeah. Well, and it's funny because when we did that one and, you know, with, with a lot of our shirts, it they're, you know, we do our research, but, you know, especially with the sports, we're fans. So I think it comes very natural. But with some of those other ones, like the Superman one, it was, you know, I remember reading it and finding out and I'm like, nobody knows this. Like, yeah. no one knows he's from here. So I remember launching it and, you know, I wore that out and people are like, stop me. Like, wait, what? What, is, what does this mean? And I'm like, <laughs> he literally like it was created here and, and people didn't know it. So, you know, it's, it's pretty cool when those type of things now are, you know, there's an exhibit at the airport now. But when we first yeah. did that shirt for, I mean, it was three, four years of it where, every time people would stop and kind of ask about it cause they didn't, you know, they didn't know it. So it's, it's cool when we can, uh, impart some knowledge on some of our shirts as well, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to blame that on the uh, Cleveland Chamber of Commerce. Cause if it was in, if they were from, if Superman was from Lorraine, Ohio, man, I'd have him all over the place. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so now that your business has grown a little bit, looking back on it, uh, like what would you say were some of the biggest surprises or obstacles you had um, in those earlier years? So I think, you know, George was working full time. Um, I just graduated from college. Um, and so I was living at home at the time. And so it allowed us to put, you know, anything we made was going back into the company. So I think, you know, that challenge from the beginning was just, you know, we, we started with no money. Basically, it was just, OK, let's let's print up, you know, 20 shirts and oh, my gosh, those sold. Now let's print 50 shirts and oh, my gosh, those sold. Let's do another one. You know, so I think that was just kind of um time involved but also just you know um i think for us i mean i think the biggest thing is we did it because we enjoyed it and mm-hmm. it wasn't it, it we we just had fun doing it and so um you know we didn't we didn't look at it as at least in the beginning too of like oh we we you know 
we're, we're turning this into a business. We just enjoyed doing it, enjoyed creating, and, um, you know, good things came from it. So, um, you know, and again, we were smart because we continued to, to believe in what we were doing as far as just, you know, just our work in general and just wanting to kind of start up our own thing. And at first we were just going to think we were, you know, I was in advertising, my dad was in advertising and we were, you know, and Greg had just graduated. So we were thinking we would just kind of do, you know, we'd be more of like a creative boutique and, and an ad agency um, and, and shirts would be just something fun for us to kind of, you know, just to do on the side. And so, um, you know, even when we were looking at places, we're like, all right, it's time to, I think we, sh- I think we can, you know, try to start, start our own business we were, and do you know, it together. We, and- so we were, so we were online for a couple of years and, and, you know, selling that way. And, um, you know, we were really starting to kind of grow our following a little bit. And I can remember literally people coming to our, our parents' house, our parents and, house yeah. into the basement and, you know, my dad would be watching TV on the couch and, you know, people would come in and it's, it's pretty cool now even to, you know, when we post things or like some throwbacks, people are like, you know, I, it's cool to hear from our fans that go all the way back to, you know, 2007, eight with us. And they're like, oh, I used to come and go down your parents' basement and pick out the shirts there and stuff like that. So but it, 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 that's kind of when we were like, okay, I think it's time to, you know, to open up a store of our own. But um, like George said, we were kind of, we were just looking for an office space, really. We weren't even sure if we really needed or wanted to do a store. And I can remember the, the you know, kind of having the store soft opening. We hadn't even had our grand opening yet, but just, you know, if you need a place to come get some stuff, you know, it's better than our parents' house. But, you know, we'd be in the back working and the, the doorbell would come with people, you know, people would come in and it was kind of almost that fight every time of like, all right, who's getting it this time, you know, type of thing. And then pretty quickly it turned into like, okay, this is, there's, there's a lot of people coming to get stuff. And um, then I can remember having the grand opening and not knowing how many people were going to be there for it and being a little bit nervous. And, uh, you know, there was a line for, you know, about an hour leading up to it that went, you know, probably 100, 150 people for, you know, for our first store and our first grand opening. And um, it was just such a thrill, you know, at the time. That's awesome. How many stores do you guys have now? We have, we have four store f- stores now. Um, we just opened one up in, in Avon. So uh, we have uh, downtown Lakewood and then downtown Willoughby. And uh, we opened one in Kent and uh, just opened one up in Avon. So, wow. so when that first store opened, did you have employees or was it just you guys? Yeah, at first, at first, no, we didn't. And it was, we were just going to kind of man the store ourselves and just kind of figure it out as we went. And that's kind of what we did throughout the whole process is just kind of, as we, you know, figure it out as we go, as as we go, we just kind of, okay, we need this or we need this. And, you know, so it's interesting because, all right, I was a I was a marketing advertising major from Bowling Green myself, and um, I, I'm assuming you know you guys took some classes that said, okay, we're going to need a business plan, we're going to need to you know figure out how to run the business you know from from the get go. And one of the things that Lisa and I found during COVID was that there were quite a few businesses that really weren't prepared for what COVID was going to do. And, you know, maybe they didn't pay themselves. Maybe they didn't pay them, you know, uh, pay rent or, or, you know, cover all of that kind of stuff. And when a lot of these grant programs came out, they were unable to to take advantage of some of them for their employees because they didn't pay their employees or they didn't, you know, they weren't, um, you know, actual above employees. Board, yeah. yeah, above board employees. So did you guys, I, 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 and I'm not asking you to throw yourself under the bus here, but I mean, did you do things the right way from the very beginning or did you just kind of say, okay, we've got one or two people we're paying, you know, maybe under the table, but now we got to make all this stuff legit because we're growing bigger than we expected. Yeah, no, we never, we never 
paid anybody under the table. I mean, it was we always, always did everything always, legit, and we always we, wanted to do it the right way. And yeah. so it but took us can, a little longer yeah. to figure out how to do it the right way. But yeah. but just by you know trial and error. But no, we didn't take. Um, we didn't do business classes or we didn't do that type of stuff, but we just, I think, I think in a way business has, has always been ingrained in us just because even with the artwork that I was doing with the Etch-A-Sketch or with some of the other stuff, our, you know, I have to say our dad always, I mean, he didn't have a business degree either and had no idea what he was doing, but he was always thinking of like the next thing. So like, and he was always thinking on how we could capitalize on, uh, what we were doing. So and, and I don't, and I mean that in the best possible way. It wasn't like he was out to, you know, figure out how to make money off of us as kids, but he, he was always kind of like encouraging and pushing us like, okay, so what, you know, what's, what, what's, what's next and what comes off of this or what comes from this. And so like, I think from, from our standpoint, it was always, it's, it's always kind of been ingrained like, okay, what, what, what's the next step? What are we doing? What, you know, what can we do better? Or what can we do more of and that type of stuff? So, um, you know, it, it, I, I think even even when we've had successes and, and had, you know, great things have happened and, and we've, again, been very blessed, I think we're all, the mindset is always like, okay, what's next? Like, what are we doing? You know, what should we do? And so I think that's really helped us as just, just pushing constantly. I mean, we're, you know, we're constantly, in the beginning, we were just hustling like crazy, just trying to figure out ways to get our shirts out there. And we went to every business you could think of and, and talked to all the, you know, different stores and like, hey, we have this, you know, we have this product. Would you be interested? And, you know, re- getting rejected after, re- you know, it just, you know, it, it um, you know, from selling them on this, the street corner and, and going from down to going some of we had having we, them in my yeah, uh, having had, them in my trunk and going to the bars, you know, and we had friends that own bars and we go, yeah, yeah. we go down there and sell them and ask them if we could sell them down at the you know at, at, at their bar and stuff like that too. So it, we were just and always, I hated it and yeah. I look back at it now and I'm like, thank God we don't have to do that right now. And, you know, <laughs> so I mean, we're 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 hustling just as much, but in different ways now than you know than that. But um, you know, and at the time you were just you, you know you were hungry and you, you, you wanted to get it out there. And it was, it was an easy sell. You know, I'm not, I'm not a salesman in any way, you know, so it was, it was good that it was an easy sell and you, you know, one person would have the shirt and the whole bar would literally come up to you, you know, wondering where you got it and how do you get it? And do you have any more and stuff? Um, but just looking back at, you know, some of those experiences and, um, being really blessed now that we have the stores and people come to us and, and really, you know, kind of know about us that way. Did you guys set up in Lakewood for that first store because that that's the bars you were like you you were like near <laughs> you were going into Mary Arts with a, a, a case of shirts and then uh, said hey this is probably a good spot to set up. Well, it was it was scary for me because I was I was married already and had two kids. So when we first oh you know I decided to quit my job and 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 start this it was you know it was it had been years in the in the making and works and and finally you know my wife was like all right. You, guys just do this, you know, already. So, um, but it, it, so Lakewood, Lakewood's home to us though, because we grew up in Lakewood. Um, and we grew up, you know, our, our, the street that we grew up on literally dead ends right into our store. So we've, we've walked by this place a million times when it was the antique store and when it was, you know, scissor wizards and, you know, it just, you know, the different, different places that it's been through the years. And, um, so it's, it's really, it's, uh, it, it worked out really well. We were we we were going to be in uh, in Tremont. We we found a place, and and again, like there's so many you know different things that have happened through the years that like look like setbacks and look like you know failures, but it ends up 
you know, turning out for the best. So, uh, you know, the guy that we we were going to rent from in, in Tremont decided then we, we started putting money into it and everything else and um, started working on it. And he's like, I just do, do, you know, do stuff on a handshake. And we started working. He's like, here's the keys. And then we hadn't heard from him a couple of days and, and he uh, decided to sell the building. And so I had already quit my job because I'm like, all right, I got a place to work now finally. And like, this is the right time. And we had to totally regroup and there was really nothing we could do. And, um, we kind of went back to, to home and, uh, you know, we're just looking around and seeing what else was available. And it was one of the spots that we first looked at first and it just needed so much work. And we're like, ah, you know, and, and, and we ended up pulling the trigger on it and it was the best move we've ever done. I mean, as far as um, just being being in Lakewood with just such a great community of people and, and a lot of people that probably already know us and have have gone to school with us and and um, you know and I, and that's one of the things I always tell my kids too is you know when you're you know you never know who's gonna come back and 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 who you're gonna run into again and you you know it's 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 about you know treating people the right way and and so when when things happen for you they wanna support you as well. So um, we've had great support here in Lakewood. So do you guys have other designers or do you do most of the designing yourselves or how is that creative process for you now? It's me, my dad, and my brother. And, uh, we're, we're, we have one other. So when, when we first opened the store, um, I went back cause I, 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 we didn't have an income coming in. And so I, I, I had a he quit his full-time job, I quit but, he didn't full-time get, job. but you could tell he was still... <laughs> I was, I was so nervous. Picked, I had kids at the up, time. He so, up a yeah. side job. So the side, <laughs> yeah, the side job was, uh, you know, I, I, I went back to uh, the Cleveland Institute of Art where I went to school and, and um, there was a, a, a gallery show there and I ran into a couple, a couple of my teachers and they said, um, George, you know, what are, you, what are you up to and this and that? And I hadn't seen him in a while. And they said, would you ever consider teaching? And I'm like, actually, you know, I, I, I've always wanted to do that. So I went back and taught with um, a couple of the guys that I, I had uh, as teachers and and just had a great time and and it was something that i always wanted to do but it gave me an opportunity then to know that i had some sort of income coming in um you know beyond you know what what we would have with the the gv stuff which wasn't much in the beginning so um but we ended up that first year uh that i was a teacher uh there was a a great student that that i had and we ended up hiring him and he's still with us today and and uh he's just he's a tremendous help and and just a, a a great guy so oh that's that's awesome we tell a lot of the clients that we work for as you're growing your business, don't quit your day job, uh, at least in the beginning and kind of grow. How did you get to the point that you were comfortable doing that? Because um, I see a lot of people that either A, want to quit right right away with no kind of steady income, or B, they never want to quit even if it impinges on the growth of their business. How did, how did you make that decision? I think we lucked out or he lucked out or, you know, that I, I had just graduated and I was living at home. So I was, I was working, you know, six days a week, probably seven days a week, you know, on the company, he would, um, do, you know, one or two days a week, he would be kind of doing stuff, but we, you know, it wasn't starting from scratch at that point because we had started to build something. Um, but like, you know, he, he did probably wait. Um, but I mean, it's funny even looking back at it, um, you know, at, our, our company was starting to, to really grow and be successful. But, you know, I can remember my mom being like, 
Um, you know, I, I think you might want to start looking into a part-time job. And I'm like, you know, just because the money was all going back into the company, you know, type of thing. Um, but just always believing in it. And really, you know, we knew we had something and we knew our talents and we knew, you know, with working yeah. together. I think I, I look at it even too, like our, like with, with our artwork and stuff, there was never like, there's never a question like if we're, if it, if it's going to like, like, we, I, I think it, it, this is sounds weird, but we always like, I always wanted to create the best work that I could create. And so like, I always wanted to, even in school, I wanted to compete and make sure that I was always at the top. And so I think that just always, it, it just always even filtered through into to our business now. Like we, we, we want it to be the best. And so uh, it reflects, you know, our work and us and, and our talents. And I think, you know, we, that's how we want other people to look at our stuff. And, and um, so it's never, it's, it's, it's always, it's never really a question if, 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 if it was going to be successful because we just, I don't think we had any doubt that we couldn't do it. It was just a matter of if people would see it that way. So, um, but, but, but I knew the work that we were going to do was always going to be our best. And I thought that our best was going to be hopefully good enough. And I think we continued to evolve because like you said, in the beginning, we were going to be more of a design agency. And, mm-hmm. um, you, well, know, you we said about doing- the business plans too. I think that makes like, you know, we had put, we had, we had tried other things, not tried other things, but like we, as far as the ad agency, we're going to be more an ad agency and that type of stuff. And we had kind of business plans put together. And, you know, I remember writing stuff out for, you know, different, different people and here's what we want to do and here's what we want to start and this. And like the t-shirt part was never ever a part of that. And Mm -hmm. I think the fact that like, we kind of just at the end of the day, we just kind of, well, we were selling a lot of our original artwork and doing things like that. And then, I mean, at the time, you know, the economy was not doing very good. So people couldn't afford, you know, a thousand dollars for a piece of artwork, but they could afford, you know, $25 for a a t-shirt. And, you know, it it hit at the right time where like there was this sense of pride all of a sudden, you know, coming into Cleveland. And, you know, I mean, obviously we had a lot to do with that, but it was that perfect kind of storm and and timing. Um, And so, but we, we evolved, you know, kind of, this is working, this isn't working. And, you know, I, and I think, when we, you know, when I talk to, you know, younger kids always asking stuff, it's, you know, the first thing you think is going to work doesn't always work. You have to figure out what's the next thing that is going to work or how, okay, this failed, but you know, as long as you fail quick enough, I think hey, you're all right because you can adjust and you can go on to the next thing and you can figure out ways to continue to grow it. And I think, you know, we don't have like the, uh, the, the, ideal kind of business background but at the same time we we were very smart about it and and with growing it we weren't trying to get too big too fast we we constantly did things you know the right way and and uh, under under promise and over deliver that's always been our our kind of our theme i think mad magazine advertising mascots B-movie posters. And cartoons. Oh yeah, can't forget cartoons. If you get the funky connection that ties these pop culture gems together, you'll dig two designers walk into a bar. See, we're a couple of creatively curious pals living between the bookends of grand museums and dive bars. Hey, you know the place. The sweet spot where highbrow and lowbrow become drinking buddies. So join our barroom chats as we talk influential work, and uncover stories of how the familiar became iconic. Think behind the music for the stuff we love. 
Check out our website at twodesignerswalkintoabar.com. And listen wherever you get your podcasts or visit evergreenpodcasts.com. Well, Lisa and I, we've interviewed so many people, and a, a lot of what they talk about is is that you know they've had to pivot, or what they went, what they set out to do didn't exactly happen the way they were expecting it. And being able to actually kind of move and see, okay, let's take advantage of this right now because this is doing really, really well. And this other part, well, we really weren't sure about that anyway. So it sounds like you guys are you know following that same that same type of path as well, too. So so as a family-owned business, did you guys each kind of gravitate to certain areas of the business? Like, is one of you really good with financials and one's like, I'll do the marketing, you know, all those kind of different areas of the business? I knew I was going to art school and I knew that that was my that was my talent. And, and so that is so, George's concentration so that, on the that, business and then exactly. everything else. So I, I concentrate <laughs> on the art and... And, uh, but I, I'm, but getting the business up and running, I mean, we, you know, it was a lot of, a lot of stuff that I had no idea what I was doing, but just made a lot of calls and, and a lot of, we've, we've had a, you know, even just getting started, we've had a lot of, a lot of people, uh, and, and support us and, and offer help and advice. And now that we have the business, uh, you know, and it, it's, it's become bigger, we have, some really great people and we've been so blessed to have some really awesome people work for us. And so, um, you know, and, 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 and treat it like their own. So, um, I think that's the one thing for us that we've just, we've been so fortunate to have and, and it's a family business, but even now here, even if you're not part of our family, you're part of our family if you're working with us. So, um, well, and, and I think and just, too, go ahead. And I think too, you know, our, our roles were very similar in the beginning. We were designed and we did stuff. And I think like, you know, you, you have to take back seats in certain roles and figure out who's better at this. And so, you know, it, it's, it, it stinks, but I haven't been able to do near, you know, nearly as much kind of artwork lately, but I run the social media and, and, you know, a lot with the website and different things like that. But I knew, okay, I'm, I'm good at this aspect. And, you know, I come up with a lot of the ideas, but then kind of hand them off to George to do what he's really good at and what he enjoys doing and, and, and kind of finalizing them and kind of really like putting his two cents in. So I think, um, you know, he's, he's more focused kind of on that aspect of it. Um, I, I kind of run, you know, the marketing and the social media and, um, George, you know, George is, is a little more humble than me, I guess, but, I think it, it works well. And I don't, I don't, I'm not saying that in a bad way about me, but you know, um, I'm not good at promoting. He's, just, he's not good at promoting. That's and, not my and, forte. So I, I would rather take a backseat and just keep working. But was there a segment of the business that you said, I cannot wait till we can hire someone to do X for our business? Well, I think even just in the very beginning, just with, you know, taking away from, us uh, and design time and doing stuff like that, where we're like, okay, we're going to need a store manager and have someone to help us with that. And um, and 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 now we have someone that really kind of basically runs the business in it and, and helps us really kind of do the do the all the tasks that that make it difficult for us to do what we do best. So um, you know, and 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 just with opening new stores and and um, you know, it it just We've, we've 
we've been just like again we've been blessed to have people fill you know fill good roles and and roles that we've needed that you know some of the parts that we're, we're lacking or we don't have time with and we need to focus on some of the stuff that we need to do and 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 be able to perform at our best they 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 take over and just handle it so so there 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 may be some people out there who are unaware of like your t-shirts that you sell um and i'm going to try and say this the best that i can you guys you guys sort of like borderline on on copyright logos and and stuff. I mean, have you do you have a law, a lawyer or somebody that you consult with? Like, you know, can we use this background that sort of looks like Jacob's Field, but it, you know what I mean? Like, without running into some sort of copyright infringement, or do you have somebody who has to sign off on that stuff? I think we're our our goal has always been to do it the right way from the beginning, and yeah. so. We we've had those conversations with with the teams and with okay. um, with with certain people and um, and 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 we're as careful as as we as as we can be and and we know what's out there as well. So there's a there's, there's a, a fine, fine line, line that you, you walk, have to walk. Yeah. Um, yeah. But again, you know, our, our our intentions are always and even to this point to to, to today, um, you know, we want to we want to do it the right way. And and there's if there's opportunities then to do it that way, then we would definitely want to do that but um and not that we're not doing it the right way it's just a matter right. of we're walking that line that you need to walk right now um in order for us to 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 do it but we're you know we're 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 definitely careful we're um you know we make sure that we're we're you know if you know we're not taking it too far no well there's certain images i'm sure that are part of the public domain that you don't have to worry about but you know that you guys have you know really combined it where you know if you're from northeast ohio you know exactly what you're looking at and you know you know what you guys are you know um you know referring to but um i i think you guys do a great job of it and you know the ideas just keep coming i i, I do have a sort of a, a snarky comment do you do you know how before baker got here how many how many quarterback t-shirts did you do over the years <laughs> since you since uh since you guys started do you know is there a count well brandon Weeden was a buddy of ours we, we, we like brandon so he was a good guy i think it was too um, i think yeah. we did a we did a Weeden shirt and he he came in a couple times and was really nice and uh so we did something with him and then there was that that run that hoyer made so oh, yeah. his his family reached out and we did some stuff with with his family with him being from ignatius in northeast ohio so okay. we did a home homegrown hoyer shirt that was was pretty cool so okay. um but yeah i think i think that's the only two i can think of but uh Hopefully not too many more. Yeah. more. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> so when you look back at um, where you started and where you are now, was there any advice that you received that you are like, I am so glad we listened to that? Or advice that maybe you got and you were like, why did we listen to that? <laughs> I think – you know, one person told us, you know, we, we asked one one person, they, they saw a lot of companies, you know, come and go and, and fold. And we asked them, you know, kind of, well, what's, you know, what do you think the reason is behind, you know, some of these companies getting pretty big and, and folding and um, not lasting. And they said they try to get too big too fast. And I think that's one thing by nature, we're very cautious. And we, you know, so even from like I said, opening a store, we didn't go all in. We, okay, let's, let's find a place where we could always, you know, have our office if it doesn't work out. And, um, you know, and just expanding to other stores, we've always done things. I think we always know, plan for the worst. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which is not necessarily the best way to do it, but at the same time it, it works for us. And plans. I think, you know, we, we, we feel comfortable doing it that way where we're not, you know, we're not 
um, in big trouble if it doesn't work out. So I think that was one thing that we, you know, we, we by nature, we're like that, but I think we've, we've stuck to that where, you know, okay, let's not open up five stores or no, let's not, let's not go here or, oh, we need, you know, there's a lot of companies that start and they're immediately, they want to have a, you know, 5,000 square foot office and they need this and they want to hire all these people. And we've constantly done it up to what we can and, you know, done it so that it can be successful for a long time. And, um, you know, if something doesn't work out or, um, you know, even just with, with COVID last year, you know, I think that separated a lot of businesses and, and showed a lot of the grind that companies have. And I think, you know, we had one of our best years just based on the fact that we kept, um, you know, changing the way we were doing things and we kept evolving and, and we got more creative and there was no sports for months. And yet we kept dropping new launches that were, you know, revolving around movies or this or that coming out, you know? So I think that's something that we've always kind of done is, um, you know, we've never kind of, Oh, well, there's no sports. So I guess we're not doing anything. We've, we've really kind of, you, you know, we, we take any of those as kind of challenges and it's, it's almost, you know, a, a challenge to us to see how far we can do it. And if a team is bad, all right, now what can we come up with? Because that's, that's the real challenge right there. So, you know, I tell people, Obviously, we had a great year with, you know, with with the Browns making the playoffs last year. But, you know, I said if we've been, you know, successful with the teams that they've the losing teams they've had for the last 10 years, you know, we knew we were going to be, you know, be all right when they they do do good. So. And do you think um, so talking, bringing up COVID and you guys had a good year, do you think part of your success was that you had already established a really good e-commerce clientele and process and because a lot of the clients we worked with, it was shocking how many in 2020 still didn't have any online shopping options. And it's like, well, it's a little late to build it now. So, but you guys were the opposite. You started more as an online business. So that probably worked to your benefit. That did. And and the one thing we have such a great loyal following of people too, that we've built up through the years that have supported us. And so, you know, when, when, when things weren't, weren't great, um, you know, they still found ways to support us. So, um, it, and we, yeah, we didn't, I mean, we lucked out, we didn't have to reinvent anything, but we just really kind of had to kind of figure out different ways to be creative and, and different things to do. And, and one of the ways, you know, we teamed up with a bunch of charities, you know, and so we, we did a shirt with, uh, the clinic and UH and, and tied it in and we did like, you know, a hero's shirt for, um, there's a hero in all of us type shirt for, you know, for the nurses and, and um, healthcare workers and raised, you know, twenty thirty thousand dollars $30,000 for those organizations. And, you know, our goal when we did that one was, all right, we, we, you know, our goal wasn't to make money on it. It was to keep our, you know, our workers all employed. And, and luckily we didn't have to let anyone go, you know, through the whole process. And, awesome. you know, we kept, we kept them busy with shipping things and stuff like that. So that was kind of, you know, our goal was obviously for a good cause, but also to, you know, just to keep things afloat. And did you guys run into any supply chain issues with t-shirts or, you know, getting uh, the stock that you needed? Yeah. The last year and a half has been horrible ordering. It's, it's yeah. been really rough. So, you know, we were planning more in advance than I think we've ever, you know, had to, um, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but, you know, we just, we can, you know, they could have a ton of shirts one day and then the next day you go on there, you know, one of our staple shirts and, you know, places we order and they're gone. Yeah. So we've, we really planned, you know, planned out and thought ahead. Um, but it's, it's been tough to, to order, but you know, it was, 
Brown's playoffs and we couldn't get Brown shirts. So, you know, we're, we're launching, you know, Brown shirts on, on charcoal and black shirts. And, yeah. but again, we use that kind of as a challenge and, and it worked out and our playoff shirts, you know, did really well. So it was, um, you know, you just, again, evolve and just work with, with what you have. The advice you got when you talk to people who want to be entrepreneurs or follow in your footsteps or do something, is there any advice that you wish you had gotten or that you give um, new entrepreneurs that ask for advice? I mean, overall, just kind of broad. I I mean, I've always said just find something you really enjoy to do, you know, enjoy doing and really love doing and, and believe in it and and you know, go after it because there was a lot of times where, you know, it looked like we were going to fail or, you know, I can remember the stores going into them and I'm not buying this and why would I buy this? And then, you know, now they're calling us two years later, like, oh my gosh, I got, I got to get this. And well, what happened? You didn't want it, you know, two years ago and stuff like that. So I just think we believed in it. And so there was never a doubt in our mind that it was going to work. So I think there's, you know, there's a lot of people trying to start things that, um, they're either, you know, we also didn't do it to make money. We did it because we enjoyed doing it. And I don't think we've ever really made a decision with our business about money or, or in a way to make money. It's always been, is this something we want to do? Even growing, you know, we're starting to branch out into a lot of other cities and uh, a lot of stores are carrying our stuff. National retailers now are carrying our stuff. And I think it's the most exciting part about it for us is, okay, now we get to work on designs for other cities and we get to be really creative and it's just the brainstorming process and and the creative process that we enjoy and it's not really about you know trying to make more money because we're in other stores and stuff like that so i yeah great pretty much covered it i i think you know and just you just gotta hustle i think just continue to hustle and um and where there's a lot of no's and uh don't don't let that stop you because um, I think there's just there's, you know if if we if we design shirts based on what uh, people said would work or not work we wouldn't be in business right now so um, you know we 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 just continue to do it how we thought was right and 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 again just kind of push through all the all the the roadblocks. And, and if there's, there's constantly those roadblocks that come up, but you just have to just push through them and figure out another way to get around. Well, and I think some people want to start a business cause they don't want to actually work for someone else or actually do the work. And I don't think they realize how much work it is. And, and in the beginning, I mean, if we weren't working on it, nothing was getting done, you know? So it was like, it wasn't, it was Oh, I'm going to start this cause yeah. it's going to be easy and I'm going to make money not doing anything. It's no, it's, it's twice as much work, you know, in the beginning, but then as you continue to grow it and continue to work at it, it you know, it definitely is, is worth it. And, um, you know, we, we really enjoy it. So that's great. Well, um, thank you so much. I am so excited, uh, to talk to you guys and I, I love to see your growth and we, we are both, uh, big fans. Hey guys, thanks so much for what you're doing for Northeast Ohio and for Cleveland and for Lorraine County. I'm glad you're, you've expanded here and, um, I'll keep, keep making those shirts. We're going to keep buying them. Sounds good. Great. We will. Thanks, do. Appreciate yeah, it, thanks guys. a lot. Thanks All for right. the support.
Imagine how fast we could solve the world's biggest problems if more SaaS startups would gain traction sooner. Welcome to the Tech Entrepreneur on a Mission podcast. This podcast is dedicated to sharing experiences from B2B SaaS CEOs who are going above and beyond to deliver change that is noticed. You will hear their secrets and learn what is required to build a SaaS business that the world starts talking about and keeps talking about and how to overcome the roadblocks to do so.